Hello, hello, and hello. I want to take this opportunity to welcome each and every one of you to a different identity. Uh, Before we get started, I want to let you know that this show is being brought to you by our good friends and media partners at May We Help You Radio. My name is Lawrence Jackson, and usually I'm joined by Pamela Mintz, but she uh, is still off this week, so we are definitely sending some well wishes her way. Listen, folks, each week we share insight, we share perspective, but most of all, we share our experiences, and we do it because we want to show you the value of doing things differently. We believe that when you know better, you will do better, and better is exactly what we want you to be. Better in what you see, better in what you believe, and your better starts today. So once again, it is time to talk about it on this edition of A Different Identity. Each week, um, we we pose the same question, we make the same appeal um, for those who uh, are not a part of our Facebook group, which is called A Different Identity talk radio show. If you are a member of Facebook and want to join uh, the exciting conversations that we have every day, 365 days a year pretty much, um, it's open so you can post comments, you can post questions, you can post memes and see what the other uh, 2,000-plus members of the group have to say. It's always exciting to, you know, have some good conversation, have some good dialogue um, in, a, in a healthy uh, way. So we definitely invite you, again, if you're a member of Facebook, the group is called A Different Identity Radio Talk Show. Send us a member request today. We'll get that approved, and you can uh, be a part of the exciting things that we have going on. Um, we also uh, have a uh, an email address, and, and that email address is available for you uh, to send in questions, comments, show ideas, uh, experiences that you don't or might not want to post uh, to Facebook. We have that form um, via email, and it's a different identity at gmail.com. Again, it's a different identity at gmail.com. Again, you can send in questions, you can send in show feedback and all of that good stuff. Uh, we'll be sure to look at it and, you know, if it if it's uh, something that we need to bring out, we certainly will do that. And so before I get started in tonight's topic, um, there's, there's just been a lot of things going on, a lot of things going on, a lot of things being talked about. But, you know, in the midst of that, I've had a pretty interesting week. And, and what I mean by that is I've had um, the opportunity to um, participate in conversations and, and meetings and things of that nature. Um, but kind of before I get started, it's, it's um, as a part of my introduction, let me say that, um, Past couple of weeks, my pastor's really been talking about navigating hard places, and so it really has been insightful, um, just from a awareness standpoint. Let me say it like that. Um, I also had the opportunity to participate in a meeting um, that talked about um, mindset, and so um, it, it talked about decisions, right? It talked about decisions and decision-making. It talked about people-related patterns. It, it, it talked about um, what information do you use to guide decisions about you, right? And then the next question was that I gathered from um, this particular meeting was, what information do you use to guide your decisions about others? And so why why do I make that point? Why do I uh, bring up that particular thing? Because it's different. I think that um, information that you use to guide decisions about you comes from this place. The decisions uh, that you make about others comes from a different place. 
And so I think you all or everyone that's listening, you you know how you guide your decisions. But let the, the question tonight, or one of the questions tonight that I really want to try um, and hopefully get across, as I was telling our producer when I first started the show, I'm like, man, I got so much uh, information, um, and, you know, I, I feel like an hour sometimes is just not enough time. But basically for, for those, we're talking about what appears to be the problem. And so um, in that, when we start talking about um, what information do you use to guide your decisions about others, I believe um, that they come from three different places, right? They come from your beliefs. They come from your impressions and maybe things that you notice. So, again, information that you use to guide your decisions about other people comes from three places. It comes from your beliefs or your belief system. It comes from impressions, the impression uh, that someone has made upon you. And then what things do you notice? Right, and so all of these things, I believe, uh, it comes down to your uh, a perception, a a point of view, um, a worldview, and now um, patterns are established. Right, and these patterns are either patterns of understanding, or they're patterns of misunderstanding. We have the opportunity to meet people, even in relationships. You meet somebody, they've now um, made you believe that they're interested in you or them. Um, they've now led you. They've given you the impression that they are a certain type of person, and you notice certain things about certain people. So now you are in this thing, and either um, you understand who they are or you don't understand who they are. And so in that, when we start talking about relationships, um, there are questions that um, we all have to answer, right? And I have some examples that I'll go through later, but I, I really just want to lay the basis. I really want to lay the foundation of this conversation um, with you tonight in reference to what seems to be the problem. Because I think in a lot of cases when you have relationships, you have good relationships, you have bad relationships, the question that always comes up if you if you got a funny look or you're not uh, talking about this person, people ask that question of what seems to be the problem. And so here we are, uh, a moment of self-reflection, a moment uh, where we're trying to gather and look. And, and here's the thing, and, and so I brought in um, the, the, the meeting that I had the opportunity to attend that was talking about unconscious bias and things of that nature, um, really to help you understand or to help me better understand what am I looking at, Right? In relationships, there, there, there are four basic questions that kind of come about. We'll, we'll walk through these. Um, and, again, if anybody has any questions, you know what to do. Press the number one if you're on the phone. Uh, let our producer know that uh, you're on the line and you want to join tonight's conversation. Okay? But the first question, the first impactful question, the first uh, thing that we really need to think about or really need to consider, not saying that you haven't, um, but just for the sake of this conversation, is what do you need? What do you, what do you need from your significant other? What do you need from the relationship? And so through that, figuring out what do I need takes me to my next question of what things are not just important, but important and valuable. Right? And these are and these are these are open questions and a lot of dialogue can be uh obtained through answering these questions. But these are the things I I really want you to consider. Those who are in relationships, those who have a desire to be in a relationship, whether um you you know, you're looking or not actively looking, you're taking the opportunity to get yourself together. These are all important questions that I think that we need uh to look at as we consider what seems to so one of the things again, what do we need? Second 
what things are important and or valuable to you. Um, and then the next one is who do you talk to and who do you listen to? Why is that um, important? I think that's important because if you're in a relationship and you have a bestie or you have a sister or you have a brother or you have someone that you uh, talk to on a daily basis, um, what type of counsel are they providing? Right? And and do they have the same level of success in relationships that you want to obtain? So here's here's question number four. And, and again, these are some things we're just going to walk through tonight. We're just going to have a conversation um, and, and see what kind of comes out of it. But my last question is, um, how do you deal with emotional patterns? And what I mean by emotional patterns, we understand as adults um, in, in, in our particular genre of 30 and over that people are not always the way that you meet them. I heard um, that there, there are two things that really um, that really help people or help you to understand people uh, better. They said one was alcohol and two um, was stress. And why alcohol? Because alcohol puts you in a relaxed state um, and, and it, it gives you a little bit more freedom of speech and stress. And stress is one of those things where the truth does come out about you because when you're in a stressful situation, facing a stressful situation and a circumstance, the real you comes out because there's now pressure, right? Well, there's, there's pressure points. So, again, um, our relationship questions tonight, the questions that um, each and every one of us need to answer, whether, again, you are seeking a relationship, whether you're in a relationship um, and, and that relationship is either blossoming or not blossoming, is what do you need? And I think it's important for you to understand what you need so that you can tell uh, your significant or be able to show them in some way, shape, or form, this is what I need. This is how I operate. These are the things that are important to me. These are the values that I support. These are my standards, right? It's important um, of who you talk to, but not just who you talk to, but who you listen to. And it's and it's funny because even in our sitcoms, even in our media, they you know it's it's always you always hear this thing about how do you take advice from somebody about your man who doesn't have one? How do you take advice from somebody telling you about their significant other and they don't have one? So I believe that that's why those particular things are important. Who do you talk to? Who do you listen to? And then here's the here's the here's the thing. Um, and and let me tell you the reason why we talk about emotional patterns. Well, how do you deal with emotional patterns? Again, as a as a as a man, um, it is my desire for you to be the way that I met you. So if I'm meeting you, you're happy-go-lucky, and 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 you you know every time I see you smiling and all of those different things, that's the framework. And you know the we all have that. We all have that. Um, as I as I talked about earlier, that impression. So you have now impressed upon me, uh, or made an impression that this is the type of person that you are. Right. But if something changes. You know, whether it's a bad day at work, whether it's a bad uh, moment where you're dealing with a lot, what does it look like and how can I help you deal with it? And the reason why I say this, and, 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 I, and I say this in all sincerity, because I think that we're in a time, we're in a, we're in a season where sensitivity is heightened. Right, we have a lot of things going on at the same time. There's a lot of dissemination of information. We're hearing about Kanye. We're hearing about a president, the, the president. We're hearing about all of these different things. And and and, and Colin Kaepernick and and, and 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 Judge Kavanaugh and all of these things are just constantly, constantly coming at us. 
and whether or not we take that moment to pause, whether or not we take that moment to disconnect, whether we take uh, those moments to kind of sit with ourselves and ask ourselves these questions. What do you need? What's important? What's valuable? Who am I talking to? Who am I listening to? And then how do I deal with emotional patterns? Okay? So, again, um, if you have a question, you have a comment, um, you want to join tonight's conversation, the number here, 646-652-2512. Just press the number one. Let my engineer know that you're on the line. You have a question or comment or you just want to join tonight's conversation. So getting getting back to the subject matter, I had the opportunity to watch a very interesting video. And um, in this particular video, this gentleman stands up, and he is now asked a question. And I guess the question was, um, how was he feeling or what was he thinking about? And so during this part of the conversation, he's standing, um, he's saying um, to a crowd of, let's, let's call it 2,000 people, I'm not happy. And in my not happiness in not just a relationship but a marriage, he's saying, I'm trying to figure out whether or not I want to leave my wife. And the question was asked of him is how long has he been feeling that way? And the question was two years. I mean, the answer was two years, right? And so he goes on to talk about um, why he's feeling that way, right? And so here's, here's the first part of it, the question of what do you need? So the question was asked of him is how does he see his significant other? Right? And he starts to talk about how to um, her personality, the way that she does things, but physically not attractive or not attracted to her. And you hear these noise coming from the crowd, like people can't believe he's, he's actually standing up, standing up and he's actually saying these things. But again, question is being asked is what seems to be the problem. And the problem was for him is that I like my wife. I like the way she entreats me. I like her, um, the way that she makes me laugh and can bring joy to a situation. But physically, I'm no longer attracted to her. So now again, what, what, what do you need? Personality or is it appearance? What things um, in, in this particular scenario is valuable to him? Obviously, he married her, so he must feel some way about her um, and, and must have established some connection. But was the personality more important? Was the value, I mean, what was the value or what is the value in that relationship? The relationship is and this is only my view of that particular conversation, is how she made him feel. But appearance-wise, she doesn't do it. Right? And so the, 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 the conversation goes on, and now um, the wife stands up. And she says, hey, I'm the wife. And 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 the, the presenter says to her, "Did you hear what he's saying? Yes. Do you? Um, what do you have to say about this?" And she says, "I know, but I still love him. I still love my family." And again, you, you, you hear all of these, these, these noises coming from the crowd, some people clapping, some people some people making no like all of these different things going on. And I'm really pausing here because I want you to to feel this particular moment of someone saying that I've been with this person for five years or seven years, we got two kids and now you say to me you're no longer physically attracted to me. 
And and the and the question now becomes is what do you need? And why is my appearance so valuable to you or so important to you? Okay? I really want you to get the essence of that. So the wife stands up, the conversation um, you know, is 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 kind of uh, going through, and he's asking her the same questions. What's important to you, my family, um, the, the receiving love from my family? Um, technically, I really didn't want to be here. I really wanted to be with my family. I really wanted to be with my kids, let me say that. I really wanted to be with my kids because from my kids I get unconditional love. They said, well, what about, what about your, your husband? What about your significant other? I don't get unconditional love from him. But from my kids, I get it. And so um, but before I go to a commercial break, again, some, some things to consider in this particular scenario or the things um, of him saying, I want to leave because I'm not attracted to her. I love how she takes care of me. I love how she takes care of my family. I love her personality. Person. She's saying, I want to be with my kids because my kids show me unconditional love. With them, I can be myself. With them, uh, I don't have to have my guards up. I don't um, have to feel like any other way. I can just be mom. I can just be her. She said nothing about him besides the fact that she loves him. She wants to be with him. Right? But she never... Um, and, and, and so when we come back from the commercial, I'll get into the second part of this and, and, and kind of dig in a little bit. Um, but what are we understanding about this particular situation? And, and, you know, again, if you have questions, you have thoughts on it, 646-652-2512. Just press the number one and let my engineer know that you're on the line and join this conversation. Again, we're talking about what seems to be the problem. And, and again, it might not be in this magnitude, um, but for every relationship, every relationship, we have uh, these experiences or these things or these questions or these thoughts or these ideas or these impressions or these perceptions. And my goal tonight is to bring it out, to put it on the table, to put it in front of you, to give you something to look at. The only way that we can get better in this thing we got to put some things in front of us, not just to to talk about it, but to examine it. Not not putting uh, your opinion, not putting anything on it, but to look at it first, to examine it, to see does it check boxes, does it answer questions, does it does it meet needs. And that's where we are tonight. Again, um, if you have a question or comment, you know what to do. Give us a call, uh, 646-652-2512. Uh, just let my engineer know that you um, are interested in participating in tonight's conversation. Again, tonight's topic is <laughs> what is the problem? One of today's sponsors is Audible.com. They are a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. You can listen to audio books whenever and wherever you want. You can also get a free book when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com. Just make sure you use the backslash of M-W-H-Y-L-L-C. Folks, I'm going to go and take a quick commercial break but I will be back with part two right after this. Debonair Entertainment is your full-service entertainment company. We feature bands, DJs, classical ensembles, and more. Whether you're planning your wedding company event, mitzvah, or birthday celebration, Debonair Entertainment has the perfect act for you. 
We also offer photo booth rentals to accent your event. Call us today at 804-690-7682 or contact us on the web at debonairentertainmentinc.com. Debonair Entertainment, your party starts here. In a fast-paced world, getting your message heard everywhere can still be a challenge if you're not connecting to your target audience. Allow MWHY Radio to assist you in getting your message heard on social media, video, digital magazines, on apps, and on our broadcast network. MWHY Radio's broadcast listeners tune in online through 10 terrestrial stations on iHeartRadio and during live events. Visit our Fiverr page for special offers throughout the summer to assist you in jumpstarting your advertising needs. That's www.fiverr.com forward slash M-W-H-Y radio. F-I-V-E-R-R dot com forward slash M-W-H-Y radio. If you're the parent of a child with behavioral challenges that has been suspended, expelled, or just not able to make it in a traditional school setting, there is an alternative. Call the Metropolitan Day School today. Licensed and accredited grades K-12, through call 804-321-2595. Financial assistance and after-school programs are available. Let's turn this school year around right now at the Metropolitan Day School where Eagles soar. Call Ms. Thomas today, 804-321-2595. Tonight, we are talking about what appears to be the problem. And during the first segment, we kind of walked through a scenario uh, where a gentleman um, kind of outlined some things, um, some some things, I guess, that he was dealing with in reference to possibly leaving his wife. And we kind of talked about it um, from uh, his side. And now I kind of want to touch on um, some of the things that happened when uh, she got the mic and began to speak. And so um, during this particular conversation, again, as I outlined in the first segment, we, we kind of walked through some of the things where he said, you know, I'm, I'm, I wasn't, I'm not attracted to her. I love her personality. I love the way she takes care of my kids um, and, and all of that good stuff. And, again, as the lady now gets the mic, there are some questions that um, are now being asked of her. And so this is where um, the, con- the conversation took a very interesting turn. So they were kind of going back and forth with questions being asked of the man, questions being asked of the woman. How does this make you feel? What do you think about what he said? And, and now we get to the good part where um, where it talks about who do you talk to and who do you listen to? So the question was asked of the lady, like, who does she talk to, who does she listen to? And she responded that, um, I listen to my sister. I talk to my sister, but also listen to my sister. And, oh, yeah, by the way, she's here. Right? So now the crowd is cheering, and, and they now invite the sister uh, to the conversation. And so now the sister, <clears throat> excuse me, gets into the conversation. She's offering her input. She's saying the things that she's seen. She's talking about um, the different ways in, in which or the, the information that her sister has now told her or talked to her about in reference to the relationship. And now the question is being asked of what do you think? And so the, the the sister has now offered her perspective. They come back to the couple, and <clears throat> jokingly, excuse me, they start kind of bantering a little bit back and forth. 
And in this moment, there are some things that are being picked up by the presenter who now starts to ask him very interesting questions. Because as he's trying to ask questions to the guy, the wife is now responding, and there's some different things going on. And so he asks the question of, and, and I'm just pulling out the highlights of this particular conversation. So, you know, I don't want to get deep into it, but I, I just want to pull out the highlights of it. Um, is he asked her the question of, do you always listen? So that's the question um, that was asked of her, but I asked that of you. In in your relationship, in your um, in 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 this in this, um, whether it's a union, whether it's relationship or establishing a relationship, are you listening? And so, in in even when we start talking about needs, right? When we start talking about emotional patterns. What is it that you can't deal with? And does the other person know? Because in this particular conversation, the the presenter asked the question of her, do you always listen? And she said yes. And he asked her the question back of, well, what did I just say? And, you know, she was trying to get her point across, but she kept saying, I'm listening. He says, okay, I understand that you're listening, but what did I just say? And so they, they kind of uh, back and forth, but then he said, now I see why he's that way. Because you're not listening. And you're, you're trying to dominate the conversation. You are making decisions for him. You can now um, anticipate what you think he's going to say, so you are now cutting him off. And, and the very interesting thing about this part of the conversation was the guy now starts to react. Because even though he said the attraction, the the attraction to his wife is where he struggled, it was emasculation, that she didn't always listen, that there were some things about her that he began to be frustrated about and he could no longer deal with that she was dominating the conversation, that she was making decisions for him, that she no longer let him finish his sentence. She was now anticipating what he was going to say, and she said it. So now what appears to be one problem where he's saying I'm no longer attracted to her, I'm just not attracted to how you handle me. I'm not attracted to... You're not listening. I'm not attracted to you trying to dominate the conversation and making decisions for me and now anticipating what I'm going to say or what I'm going to do and saying this is, this is what you need to do. This is what's going to take place. And the most important thing or the, 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 the thing that I got out of that particular part of what I was watching was this is when the man started talking about not being attracted, the woman reacted. There were tears, there were sad faces, there was all of these things. Now when the real thing comes out, he's reacting. Right? And and, and for some people, you know, I'll kind of, for some people, that's what they're used to. And not emasculating, but the the um, I need to be this way for survival. I need to be this way because it helps to protect me. I need to be this way because this is what works for me. But is what worked for you still relevant? Does what worked for you before create a pattern of understanding or does it create a pattern of misunderstanding? That's the thing that we need to consider. Even in this conversation, I saw so much. And and so some of the um, analysis or some of the feedback um, that the presenter gave was, hey, now I see pain on both sides. 
and I see pain because you're trying to decide whether or not you want to leave or is it going to be painful to stay? Painful to leave? Painful to stay? Painful to leave? More painful to stay? Pause there just to let that sink in. What things are unwanted? What things are unfair? Uh, what, what, or how do you sacrifice for the things that are important? I watched this couple basically, again, in front of 2,000-plus people now pour out. And again, even in the moments where she was uncomfortable, where the presenter was hitting her with hard questions, he comforted her. Even when there were some things that were um, um, asked about her past, asked about her family life, asked about her family structure, that began to break her down because in those areas, in those areas outside of her immediate family, there was loss. And for some people, the only way that I can deal with loss is to control, control the, to, the, to control the variable or to control the narrative. That's not the way that people are used to operating. How do you do that? Right, and so the the, the conversation and the, uh, <laughs> again, so many things that I want to say, so many things um, that I that I hopefully that I'm getting across to you tonight. Point of view, worldview, and perceptions. What does that look like? What does your point of view look like? And does your partner, does your significant other understand your point of view? Do they understand your perception? Do they understand your worldview? Or is it a surprise to them? Oh, I didn't know you felt like that. I didn't know whatever that may look like. And again, as I as I referenced earlier, as, as as you know, my pastor's been talking about navigating hard places and and about this being a face to face season. And what I got from that, what I got from that information is there's some things that you gotta face. And if you're doing things that are that are that are uncomfortable, if you're doing things that now create a misunderstanding and not an understanding Here's the time to correct it. Here's the time to fix it. Now there's information being presented to you where you can now consider. Right? And so, you know, with with that being said, um, the conversation actually turned a little bit. And, and again, I want to make sure that I'm able to fit in all of my points tonight. So I know I'm kind of moving around, but I really want to make sure um, um, that um, I I get all of these things in. So let's, let's, let's talk about this. Based on the information we heard, based on the information that was established in this conversation, hopefully I did a good job in presenting it, right? There is a there is a significance, or um, how do I I want to make sure I say this right? The significance of how do I meet or seek to meet my partner's needs, right? How you feel about something is what you focus on. But again, what you're focusing on does that create understanding or does that create misunderstanding? Right, and so there are there are um, five um, things that I, I really want to kind of get across in this particular segment, um, in 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 kind of wrapping up this this part of talking about the scenario. So there are there are these five things, maybe six things. There are, there are these things that I believe that should be in every relationship. And, and one of those things is certainty. What is true, what um, can't be doubted, what is there? I'm, I'm certain of my feelings for you. I'm certain that you do it for me. I'm certain that I can't live without you. There are some certainties that need to be established, right? But then there's also um, some uncertainties, things that are 
risky, things that are unpredictable. When you start talking about what appears to be the problem, now you have certainty and now you have uncertainty. And and the uncertainty is the thing that keeps you interested. It's the mystery of a person. Not exactly predictable, a little unpredictable, but don't 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 take that too far out of the range. Really understanding your partner's gauge in being uncertain or risky or being unpredictable, right? But here's the next thing that I believe that people need um, is that uh, significance, making someone feel important or or showing them that they matter. And, and this is important on both sides, not um, just to have a person that you, you're always making them feel important, you're always making them feel special, you're always making them feel like they matter. Like that, that's a mutual thing. That's something that, that certainly in any healthy, successful relationship needs to be done on both sides. That person needs to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that they are important to you and they hold some sense of significance to you. Again, certainty, things that are true, no doubt in them. Uncertainty, the risk, the unpredictability, like, you know, all of those things when people start talking about role playing and all of these different things that they relationships. Those are the unpredictable things I'm I'm kind of talking about. And that's why I say, you know, don't don't go too far. But the also the need of significance and making your significant other feel like they are important, they matter, they are worthy of you putting down a cell phone, they are worthy of you focusing your attention, your energy, and your effort on them. Not just them as a person, but them as your significant other. And and what I mean by that is you being able to participate in the things that they like, that the things that they enjoy, the things that they want to be a part of as well. Right, and so um, the next need that I kind of really want to spend some time on is that need of connection. What does connection? What does love look like for you? Is it is it um, um, or how has your experiences been with connecting with other people? And, and I, I used the scenario last week uh, when, when, when and Trina was so uh, gracious to come on and join us as we talked about the guy who went off um, on the uh, the driver, the AAA driver, because they weren't getting to him fast enough. <clears throat> Excuse me. And the, the lady he was dating noticed a certain behavior and no longer wanted to be a part of it. And so she took that experience well, she took the way that he was handling that particular experience and kind of summed up that maybe he wasn't the type of person that she wanted to be with. So I asked the question of how do you connect? How do you love? And what does your love look like? You know, and it, and it takes me to something that I'm always constantly reminded of is like the, the love languages, the acts of service, um, the, the touch, all of those different things that kind of come into play here. Why is this conversation so important? Because I think that sometimes in our haste for love, we miss some things that are very important. We miss the key points um, that we need because we are looking at what somebody else needs or we are putting our needs to the side uh, to make sure that we are a part of something. Down the line, turns into something else or could potentially turn into something else that we're no longer proud of, that we no longer want to be a part of. Okay, so um, the next two I'm, I'm, I'm going to get into, but I, I definitely need to take a quick commercial break um, for my producer gets me. Um, and so, again, if you have a question, you have a comment, you know what to do, 646-652-2512. Just press the number one, let my engineer know that you're on the line and you want to join tonight's conversation. If you are a student or entry-level professional, in the publication industry and you're looking to gain skills or utilize your skills in managing or creating a digital magazine, 
over the summer, we had the pleasure of working with interns um, who helped us run and manage a digital publication, and we want to continue that with you. Contact us if you're interested in learning how to maintain and or run an online an online publication, excuse me, and other interesting intern positions. Let me say that again. Contact us if you're interested in learning how to maintain and or run a online publication and other interesting intern positions, and that's at MWHY Radio. You can go to the website and get additional information there. I'm going to go to a quick commercial break. Um, again, if you have questions and comments, you know what to do. But otherwise, I will be back after this. Hey, this is Lou Stevens with Lou Stevens Glam Squad. I started the business 26 years ago, and we've grown it to have more than 20 stylists, And over 3,000 weddings now under our belt. We're an amazing team to come out and do hair and makeup for your wedding day on location here in the Richmond area or on location for destination weddings anywhere. Also, we have a training academy, Glam Squad Academy, for stylists that would like to learn how to do what we do and become one of our glammies. So if you're interested in booking us to come out and do your wedding or you'd like to become a glammy, please just give us a call at 804-305-3965 or go ahead and reach us online at lustevens.com. Did you know that one in four people in America live with a mental illness? Do you have the communication skills to help out if one is in a crisis? What if it's your best friend? Maybe your son or daughter? While Crisis Intervention isn't new, the book Crisis Intervention 101 is. It's easy to read, includes links to two videos, and it's under $10. Get your copy of Crisis Intervention 101 today on Amazon.com because we all need help in a crisis. Brought to you by on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on May We Help You Radio Network. So on the May We Help You Radio Network. MWHY Radio Network. May We Help You Radio. On the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Broadcast Network. The network that helps you. Welcome back to A Different Identity Up Close and Personal with Lawrence and the absent Pam. Again, Pam sending you well wishes your way. Um, For those who are connected to her um, on any of the social media platforms, please let her know you're thinking about her. Um, She will be back very, 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 very soon. So we are uh, definitely wishing her uh, well as she uh, takes care of the things that she needs to take care of. Okay, so let's let's get back here. Um, and, and again, uh, tonight's conversation is what appears to be the problem. And so, in all intimate relationships, they're they're all about talking about your feelings. And you know, we kind of went through some examples uh, earlier of a conversation that I happened to uh, pay attention to, and some of the conversation, some of the dialogue that took place that really got to um, what appeared to be the problem. Right, and so we we understand these things because there are things that we just automatically don't know, and we we don't know about people. And just like I said uh, earlier, uh, it was kind of quoted to me that there's two things um, that you know will cause you to get the truth out of somebody. One is alcohol, uh, and two is stress. And so um, 
we don't want to wait for those types of scenarios or situations to take place before we really um, find out about the essence of a person. And so, you know, as we kind of talk about the the certainties, the uncertainties, the significance, the connection and love, let's let's talk about the next thing. And, and these things, um, you know, I think help with the relationship in any type of relationship, you want to see growth, right? We understand that anything that ceases to grow now dies. And so we don't want to have situations and circumstances where we feel like, because a lot of things that we we deal with, especially as it relates to relationships, are about how we feel. So, you know, understanding what you need, uh, understanding a lot of those things I, I think will help to um, take away, alleviate um, the misunderstanding parts of relationships. And, and, again, what does growth look like to your significant other or your partner? What does that look like to them? And and get an example of that, like not just saying, um, you know, I I want uh, I want to be married or I want to get engaged. But what does growth really look like for them? Not just from the relationship perspective, but from their personal perspective as well. What does what does growing look like? And, and people, um, you know, I've heard people say often say, we I want to grow together. But what does that look like? What do you understand about growing together, right? And then the and then the last part is contribution, right? What can I do for you that will let you know that I'm in this? What do I need to do as far as a contribution? Not just what do I need to do, but what would you like to see? Because I can be doing all of these things for you, and that's not what you want, or that's not what you need, but I'm doing something. I remember one time, just a funny story, um, you know, I was long, 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 long time ago, I went out on a date, and I go to open up the door for the lady, and she says, I don't need you to open the door for me. I just, I thought that's what you were supposed to do. I thought that's what a gentleman was supposed to do. I don't I don't need you to hold the door for me. That was our first and last date. Um, because I, I knew at that point, like I don't know what that was all about, but it, it's it's kinda scary. And and again it just kinda goes back to some of the things that we discussed earlier, you know, and as far as like what does a person need? Like what does that look like to them? Uh, what things are important, what things are valuable, who are they talking to, who are they listening to, and then how do you deal with emotional patterns? Like that was an emotional pattern that I wasn't used to dealing with because I feel like it's a um, – when you are dating somebody, courting somebody in a relationship, the things that you do, that's an impression, right? That's a good impression, and that's something um, that obviously this person did not have a belief system in. No offense to her, wherever she is, um, and, and definitely wishing her much success. But that was one of the things that I noticed. Like, wow, like she was, and she was really, really strong about that particular point of, I don't need you to do that for me. And maybe I could have been better in saying, well, what do you need? But, you know, at that point I was turned off. I was young, so I didn't know any better. And so the, the, the purpose of tonight's conversation, I want to try and wrap up, but, again, I'll make one last appeal to find out um, if there are any questions or comments from anyone uh, who is listening tonight. Um, again, um, there are just some, some basic things that we kind of went over in reference to need and, and, and values and um, talking to and listening to and emotional patterns, right? And so when we talk about what appears to be the problem Let's just ask the question because we said it earlier about some things that we need to face. What's your problem? If you um, had to uh, face a situation or circumstance for you, for your own personal development, you don't have to tell anybody um, about it, but think about that one thing. That could potentially be your problem. Are you um, are you afraid to be alone? 
Are you uh, uh, difficult to understand? Do you like this couple? You um, have a problem leaving, but you also have a problem staying. Do you have a problem with how you respond? Do you have a problem with the things that you say? Do you have, and, and this was a very interesting point about that conversation I want to bring out um, in, in these last couple of minutes, is they, they talked about this lady having what they call a biting sense of humor, right? So she makes jokes about things, but they are really like gut punches, right? Do, do you interrupt people? Do you um, only have fun or fun is only the way that you see it or say it or believe it or interpret it? These are real questions and real things that we face, and it's time let's let's just face them. Let's just face them so we can fix them. What appears to be your problem? Do you not have anybody to talk to? Do you not have anybody who will listen to you in an objective way? And then the question now becomes is what do we do to fix it? What do we do to fix the problem? with you. We all got issues. We all got things that are going on. As I mentioned earlier, we all got so many things going on, the dissemination of information. We got work. We got school. We got kids. We got family. All of these things. And one of the things that um, in in some conversations that I had with people uh, this this week, um, people were talking about disconnecting. Not only were they talking about disconnecting, but they were talking about I don't want to put so much value on money that I miss my health, that I miss my mental health, that I miss my mental well-being. I don't want to work so much that I miss that. So, again, as we are talking about what appears to be the problem, the question is now what's yours? Are we uh, thinking that we're doing um, all of the things right when they're really not? Are we just accepting things that we don't understand? Does a person that you're with or that you want to be with understand what you're attracted to? Are you difficult to understand? Are you willing to make a sacrifice for those things that are important? Or do you threaten? Do you threaten to leave because it helps you exude power? hope I've given you something to think about. I hope that uh, you've got something out of tonight's conversation. Uh, again, if you have questions and comments, um, you can you can email me at a different identity at gmail.com. I thank each and every one of you for joining us every single week. I'm out of time, but never out of things to talk about. Again, I hope that uh, this information was valuable, but more than that, I hope that this information was impactful, um, that you would um, – as it is written, consider your ways. And it, you know, problems are not always somebody else. Sometimes it might be you. So when you're considering what appears to be the problem, look at the man in the mirror first. Folks, I'm out of time. Thank you to each and every one who joins us every Thursday. I will be back on next Thursday to continue the conversation on a different identity where we believe that when you know better, you will do better. Good night, folks.